Welcome to Unity of Tucson. We seldom know when the last time will be. We seldom know when the last time will be. Life is fragile. And everything in life, every person, every relationship, everything, every project has a life cycle. It is born, it grows, it matures, it decays, and it dies. In the Buddhist practice, they speak of the impermanence of things. And it is one of the key concepts in Buddhism, where part of this life journey is to learn that nothing is forever. It's to learn that things change, and they will change. and to learn that we cannot count on anything staying the way it is. I recently got to experience that Buddhist teaching firsthand. I have this sister named Susanna, she lived in Florida. And, and that little voice inside that talks to you I have one. They ask me, a, psychologists ask me if I hear voices. I said, yeah, I do. <laughs> and that little voice inside said, go see your sister. So last October, uh, I took a trip there, spent some time with her. Then last March, I went again because the other sister who lives in the Dominican Republic was visiting. So I got to see my two sisters together for the first time in five years. And on March 9th, uh, the day before uh, my return trip to Florida, I gave my sister a kiss on the cheek. On April 9th, she called me. She said, uh, I'm in the hospital, and I'm tired of fighting this illness, and I'm ready to go. And on April 16th, or 15th, six short days later, around 3 a.m. local time, while her caretakers were asleep, she breathed her last breath. And her being moved on to another realm. I did not know, but I had a feeling that March 9th, when I gave her that kiss, it may be the last kiss. Now, I'm not sharing this with you to earn your sympathy. I'm okay. We don't need to talk about it after the service. Let's go have cookies and coffee and be happy. <laughs> but I am telling this to you to remind you that we seldom know when the last time will be. And that we cannot, we cannot really counting on the next time we will see a loved one, or the next time we'll be nice to our spouse, 
or the next time we'll, we'll go on that fun, fun hike in the desert. You don't know that. You don't know when the last time will be. And so with that in mind, it's important, really important, that in some way we say goodbye every day. Every day, in some way, do what you would do if you knew that this was the last time. Now, at work, when somebody quits and they go to a new job, we, we want to go out to lunch with them, and we want to be nice to them one more time, and we want to ask them about their new job, etc. Do that in your relationships in some way every day. And in some way, say hello every day. When we meet somebody new, when we start a new job, when we start a new relationship, there is the newness of things. We want to be really nice. We want to put our best foot forward. We want to uh, hang out with a new person. In your relationships, in some way, do that every day. Every day act as this were the last chance you get to be with this person or do this one thing. But also, although it may sound uh, a dichotomy, also every day act as this were brand new. And put in it the excitement that you felt in the beginning. Because in the physical world, not in the spiritual world, but in the physical world, forever always comes to an end. Forever always comes to an end, and today is all we have. I'm not planning on going anywhere anytime soon. But I am treating this Sunday service, this talk, these amazing people behind me as if it were both the last time that I'm going to get to do this and the first time that I get to do this. And I'm going to treat it like new and exciting, and I'm going to honor it as if this were the last time. Because in this world, in this physical reality, forever, always comes to an end. And we seldom, if ever, know when the last time will be. How about considering our own mortality? I spoke to you about my sister, and I spoke to you about your relationships with other peoples and things. But how about our own mortality? Are you aware that one day you will share this physical body and move on? It's going to happen. So how about in some way, every day, you say goodbye to yourself? Now, you don't have to take it to the extreme. There are people that are planning their funerals at 20. <laughs> if you want to do that, that's fine. 
But it's easier yet if every way, in some way, you honor what has been. What about if every day, in some way, you make peace in your relationships? What about if every day, in some way, you make amends? We all have broken relationships. Some of us have broken relationships that have been broken for 20 years. Today might be a good time to pick up that phone and make amends. Because tomorrow, you may not have that opportunity. And while I'm telling sad stories from my personal life, I'll tell you another one. <laughs> That's okay, it's the last time I'm gonna be here, maybe. <laughs> 20 years ago, one day my father called me on the phone. He used to live in another country. And uh, towards the end of our relationships, he would only call to ask for money. And they used to bother me a lot. It's like, don't you want to know how I'm doing? And uh, one day he called, I answered the phone. In one sentence, one scoop, he said, I need $100, goodbye. He didn't actually hang up. I actually got the chance to say a few nasty words before he could hang up. <laughs> Then about two weeks later, and this is a true story, I'm not embellishing this, I called to try to make amends. And my uncle answered, and in a very detached voice he said, oh, your father died two weeks ago when we buried him. So while I've had conversations with my father through the spiritual world, I will never ever in the physical world, get the chance to say that I'm sorry I yelled at you the last time we talked. And let that be my lesson and your lesson that you may not have a chance in the future to make an amend that you wish you had made today. And so say goodbye every day as if you were not going to be here tomorrow, including making peace in your relationships and making amends where you need to make amends. Likewise, I told you my need tissue. Likewise, say hello to yourself every day. Every day, meet yourself with the excitement that you have had this great opportunity to come to this physical world and express yourself and find out who you really are and be a part in the lives of others. And don't let that relationship with your own self go stale. Because we don't say at Unity Church, you are magnificent because we couldn't find anything else to say. We say that because we believe it about ourselves and about you. And so it's really important that you meet yourself anew with excitement, with a feeling of discovery, with asking yourself, what's mine to do next? 
as if you just had met yourself. Depression is a huge illness in this country, and it is rooted in a discomfort with our own selves. And any time the little voice of the, the, uh, depression or feeling down is talking to you, the first question you have to ask yourself is, who am I? And while you're at it, give yourself the answer, I am magnificent. And I came here to get something done. Would you agree with that? Yes. Good. Not wasting 20 minutes of your time. <laughs> huh? A few months ago, I had the great privilege again to speak in front of you, and I asked from here, do you have a bucket list? And I got this big groan. <laughs> What's up with that? It's okay to have a bucket list. You are going to hit the bucket, so have a bucket list. <laughs> That's not rocket science. But I bring a bucket list in this context because as I, as I say hello to myself, just like if I were saying hello to you up there by the front door like I did earlier today, I would want to ask you, what is it that you want to do next? What is yours to do next? You didn't come here to coast. You didn't come here to drive in the streets of Tucson, which is not a fun activity to do. You came here to, to do what's yours to do. And a bucket list, although it gets bad rap, it's really a list, it's a good thing of what is mine to do? Hello, William, hi, nice meeting you. What is yours to do while you're still here? Because you may not be here tomorrow, and if you wanna do that, you better write it down and make a plan and make it work. Because if you don't make a plan and you don't make it work, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah? So I'll share a couple of things from my bucket list. And I'm only doing that because when I accomplish them, I want to celebrate it with you. One thing in my bucket list is I want to play a musical instrument in front of an audience. I play a little bit of music, but uh, I used to, not, not anymore, tell myself that I'm not very good at it. Moreover, I had an incident in my childhood playing an instrument that left some scars that are still there. So I need to heal that, and I need to get through that. Because I believe that that thing when I was 12 with a playing a musical instrument and not doing well and people laughing only happened so that I can get to this point and break through that and play that musical instrument in front of an audience someday. Hey, Beryl did it. I, I can do it too. So that's on my bucket list and I'm working on that because I have learned that that's mine to do. And I have learned that I need to do it while I still can. Uh, here's another one. I, I, got, I graduated from college uh, 40 years ago. And ever since then, I've wanted to have a graduate degree. And every time that I started doing it, uh, something happened and derailed me. You know, new job, new girlfriend, new job, new girlfriend. Um, <laughs> so I haven't gotten my graduate degree, and it's time. It's time to do it. 
Now, from where I sit, I do not know how I could pull that off. But that's okay, because what matters is not the house. What matters is my decision that that's mine to do. So I don't know how I could pull it off, but it's going to happen. And one day, I'll be here, and you'll be greeting the Reverend, Reverend Dr. William Gill. Okay? Yes? Okay. As you look at your bucket list, as you look at what's yours to do, here's the key. Do not be afraid to live. And do not be afraid to die. Because that's what's keeping you from doing what you came to do. And me too. Do not be afraid to live. And do not be afraid to die. Do it because we seldom know when the last time will be. Okay? okay. <laughs> it's time for some homework. I'm a teacher, I give homework. Two-part homework, and I hope that you will actually do it. Number one, find a relationship in your life where you need to make amends and go Today, if you can, but this week, make amends. And the farthest back the relationship, the better. We carry a big load of unhealed relationships from many, many years ago. And they are coloring our existence now. So find a relationship where you need to make amends, make amends, and hopefully pick a relationship that goes back many years. So you can heal that. And there are writers that have written that when you heal that from 20 years ago, you will find peace today in your relationships. Number two, have a one-day silent retreat. Silent retreats are a lost art, and it is critical for your spiritual growth. For one day, from the time you wake up until you go to sleep, be in the silence. No phone, no other human beings, just you and your God. And spend some time in meditation. And in that time of meditation, ask, without providing the answer, ask, what is mine to do next? What is mine to do next? And be ready to receive the answer. Because once again, I strongly believe that we're here to do what is ours to do. I could be at home on my couch, but being here is what's mine to do. So ask what is yours to do in meditation and be open to receive the answer. Are you game for that? Yes. Will you do it? Remember, you never know when the last time will be that you'll get a chance. I, William Gill, the Reverend Reverend, someday Dr. William Gill, <laughs> will live as if I am about to die. And I am going to die knowing that I'm alive. Because I am alive. Say that with me. I am alive. Once again, 
I am alive. If Jonathan were here, he would say, can you say it like if you meant it? <laughs> One last chance. You are, and so am I, and let us do what's ours to do. I bless you. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.